Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Monday morning, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. And joining me as always, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, we have WrestleMania weekend coming. We have NBA regular season winding down. Also winding down this NCAA tournament. Thank the heavens above. I have had enough. I am tapping out. You can't see I'm tapping. I'm tapping miserably on my shoulder. Brutal beats. I don't even know where to start. It's enough already, right, Bri? We got it's a time to get hammered betting uh hockey playoffs and meaningless uh, it's, April baseball games. It's Let's so, do that. It's so tough. It's so tough. I, I had said this before the tournament, right? It was gonna probably be the wackiest tournament ever. It is. You did. And um yeah, it's it's really if you're going to try to make, like I said, you can make money if you pick a winner and you just so happen to get lucky with that. But if you go game by game, uh, it's it's almost impossible uh, to, to win I, uh, money well, on these. It, it really is. I mean, it, impossible was a point oh oh oh. I don't know if I'm putting enough O's in there. Point oh oh nine percent to get this final four. And you know me as a guy who rides the favorites for the most part, San Diego State and Florida Atlantic in the final four is no Bueno, it's going to be good for someone, though. <laughs> someone who played our EP Mortgage Madness pool. $1,000 for the first prize. Entering Final Four weekend, Alan Scarabello, 750 points. Jim B in second. Is that Jim Beheim? maybe? Imagine uh, making an earning uh, living uh, outside of basketball. That'd be something. He's in second in hot sizzle with 690. Now, the staff competition, babyface Joel Solomon is not with us. He's at some kind of a... What, where, where is he, Harry? It's like a three-week-long bar mitzvah slash wedding in um, Disney World or something. Right. I don't know. He just says something, and I'm like, all right, I believe that. That's fine. But anyway, he's in first place. I think everybody's drawn dead at this point. Mark Gunnels from Lemon Pepper Parley is in last place, so Babyface is going to have to figure a cap of consequence out for Gunnels. That's going to be exciting. But Harry, really, this was uh, all about you this weekend. You did a lot of bragging before Sunday. You had Creighton in Miami in the grade eight. And I think you tweeted like you're better than anyone in the country. Uh, you open your <laughs> mouth and then you got slammed. Creighton lost. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I, well, I, well, I had, a, you know, I had another I had issues with uh, Ben Kelly. We'll get to that, I guess, later. But that's why I had to tell him that. Listen, quit Ben slamming. Kelly, not everybody knows. Ben Kelly is a troll on Twitter, right? And uh, you answer oh, every time he he's trolls a troll. you. He's a troll, all right. And it is never going to end because you answer his every uh, tweet. I, anyway. I know. It's a, it's, I'm, I'm, I always say he's, listen, I, I'm, I always say he's an idiot because of the stuff that he says. But I'm really yeah. the idiot that, that continues to go back are. and forth with him. But <laughs> You're not even tweeting at him. You're also DMing him. It's not like. It, it, I know. Harry's making a decision to DM him. Right. Too. It's, it's. It's ridiculous. It make sense. Well, I, mean, I, I did I, threaten to. I did threaten to slap him. Only oh, because did. not because oh, I wanted wow. to hurt him. Not because uh-huh. I, I wanted to hurt him, Darren. Yeah. Because I want to slap some sense into him. He's so dumb oh. with his texts. I think that's kind That's kind of what I Will Smith said. And, I think. Pots, Nobody, Darren. nowhere I was, forgave him. Yeah. Last two pots, <laughs> yeah. I was well, seven and one, giving out sixteen picks. Had hit five straight EP video extra points videos. Mm-hmm. And Harry, though, got got it. A, he can't, he can't. I get me, that, but still, like, how are you? 
This guy's one of our top listeners. Yes. And you threatened physical violence against him? Like, I was what trying to sense help does that make? But I'm trying to help him. I mean, I, we know we've seen Ben Kelly. He came, was nice enough to come visit us in uh, Vegas when we had our watch party in January. He was, he was great when he, when we, when he visited. Kid, how? I mean, I think he'd be able to avoid a Harry slap, right? I mean, I don't know. Is he well, really going to get slapped? So I still say the next time we're in Vegas, yeah. right? And Jimmy Kimmel, why don't we set up a charity event? Right. Harry versus Ben. A like slap uh, fight? a boxing match slap or something. Fight? Oh, boxing huh. match. Okay. Boxing. All right. He's crying I think, now, like it. He's having you fight your bat, fight, fight his battles for him. Hmm. Uh, he's act, he's asking to fight you. All right. Well, at listen, this point. let's get to the games. As a matter of fact, let's Love just it. open it up right now. It's time to deep yeah. dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. Roll the music, Mikey Meatballs. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a All right, Harry, I'll let you well, lead off. I imagine Creighton over San Diego State is going to be your betting. Yeah, look, I, I had them to win the national championship. I had them obviously to win yesterday, lost a 14 parlay on the uh, four games because Creighton did not win the game. Um, look, I, I don't know. I first get hosed uh, in the Super Bowl with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And now another type of maybe I just should stay away from birds in general. The Blue Jays, uh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. again, the call is made with like whatever one second to go. Um, the other three games had 30, 37, and 39 fouls called. Uh, this game between Creighton and San Diego State, oh, they, they were it was a it was a war. Uh, but not a lot of points scored, and there were only 22 fouls called. They call that. I mean, they call that, again, another situation where it comes down to the refs. And, again, Nebhart, he, he, he's playing on a bump. <laughs> you feel, I, I feel like you've thought about this a lot. You've really <laughs> consolidated I, I your thoughts. And I mean, it's look, now. It, yeah. he, he, that's a foul. I mean, I just, I just, I'm sorry, but just let it go. Let Nebhart. it go there. Brian Nebhart fouls uh, Darian Trammell with what was it? 1.2 left. It was ticky tack. He goes to the line. He misses one. He, he makes the second. They go up one. The inbound um, goes off. It doesn't even matter who. Does, I don't think they ever decided. And then uh, the, the game was, was over. A joke, too. Another joke. Well, I don't know what how going on there? Uh, you didn't really get screwed there, but I will say it did slow well, things down and it didn't allow for San Diego state to celebrate now, because they had to go I to will, the desk for this, 20 minutes. Go ahead. I will yeah. say this, that it was, I was, I was still way more upset about the Eagles than the blue Jays because the blue Jays couldn't really get it done. Three point wise. They were only two of 17 mm-hmm. for the game. And in that first half, whereas the Eagles were excellent in the second half, right? They were, they were, they, they were very still, good. Were Their fine. defense was solid. <laughs> oh yeah. They were and really then, good. Uh, yeah. Nah, yeah. But, but, um, but San Diego state made that when they were down six in the second, in the first half, a couple times, mm-hmm. they needed Creighton get one more stop, hit another three and then nine. And then we know how that can escalate every single time. San Diego state needed to answer when they were down six or seven. They did. So I'll give them credit for making those shots. How about this? But, they, they, um, they didn't have to make that much. Creighton scored 23 points in the second half. In the they second shot, half, Creighton, Creighton they, was bad, yeah, no that, doubt about that, it. That's why so I would it. say they lost. They shot 27% in the second half. And uh, I don't know, Brian, you thought it was a foul? I mean, I, again, it, look, yeah, it, they, uh, could, they could not call that, right? Look, I, but I it mean, was look, a foul. 
Yeah, I mean, look again. It's, it, this is a very similar situation to that to that Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it is a foul. I, I mm-hmm. agree with I. The one thing I do agree with Harry is, I was even complaining on a text yesterday with you on it, Sal. That like in the first half, I thought Creighton was really physical defensively, and they were they were just not calling fouls. So like Harry right. said, there's only 22 fouls. So if the if the game is called like it normally is, and they call a lot mm-hmm. of fouls, and yes, that's a foul. If they're not going to call it most of the game, then I could see people complaining about it. The one thing on our text exchange, I don't know if our buddy Trevor was trolling us or not, but if, That's you, are, crazy. if, if you are a Chiefs fan and you benefited yeah. from the Chiefs and then all of a sudden that was a terrible call, you are not allowed <laughs> to do that. That is not, oh, wow. not allowed. I mean, Sal, yeah. Sal, Sal told him to sit this one out, but I don't know if he was just <laughs> – that might have been like a really good troll by uh, – just, right, it was pretty good just, either way, by, by inadvertent Trev, or uh, <laughs> purposely done. I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Nebhart's even playing on one arm. He, he didn't take a shot since when he got injured. So how much of a foul, really? Nebhart should have kept the other arm behind him, and then they would have been all right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, we were robbed of an overtime, but again, Creighton was terrible in the second half. Like I said, and Coach McDermott, unlike Harry, took the high road. Said, no, 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 we're not going to get into uh, this officiating thing. That was pretty good of uh, McDermott, no doubt about it. I was, uh, I was actually <laughs> surprised. Surprise. Yeah. There you go. And then but Harry still, brings up come on. what? He brings up, has to has to bring up the Eagles Chiefs. And then there was like a Mahomes reference. What was the Mahomes reference against the Bengals? I don't even I can't even oh, keep yeah. track well, of I our said, text well, exchange. Basically, uh the shoot who was it, Bradley who made or Trammell who made the shot? Yeah. The free throw. He sold like uh, Tate sent me and Tate was sent a message yesterday. He said he definitely sold it on the uh as when he got touched when he went down. I said, Yeah, just like uh Mahomes did. And the out of bounds call you are um, amazing. Against, against Cincinnati yeah. in the playoffs. And then in the Super Bowl, when they called holding, the flag didn't come out of the ref's pocket immediately. <laughs> as soon as he put his arms up in the air, Mahomes puts his arms up in the air and starts running towards the ref. The flag gets thrown. Yeah, you are really, really deluded. I mean, that Bengal, I don't even know what to go after here. But real honestly, well, if you I, think that's not a penalty, that out of no, bounds hit against the Bengals, against the Bengals. It's yeah. a penalty. That was a penalty. No well, doubt stop about it. Crying then. It's over. Mahomes it's a penalty. Is putting up his arms like screaming, where's the flag? On the Bengals play, I'm I'm specifically yeah, on focused the Bengals on. Play, he, yeah. he sold it. He he, he No, he, he, Harry, he, Harry, that was thrown immediately. He didn't sell anything. He he whatever. He that was about. He okay. Honestly, you, you don't deserve more. to co-host a, a podcast. <laughs> you don't really even deserve to be a, a caller on the fan at, at three right. in the morning All if right. you think that's not a foul. Honestly. Uh whatever. I said it was a foul. I'm just okay. saying he sold it extra. Okay. All right. Uh, Brian, what's your bed ache? Let's go. Uh, yeah. Harry could, I mean, I got crushed too. Well, I, love, I love, as far I as, as I, I had San Diego State to not make the final four and I have to pretend to enjoy this crazy <laughs> loss. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear yours, Sal, because yours was definitely the worst. I mean, my, the odds on that? My, my worst one in terms of actually like just a real bed ache was the Texas Xavier under 149 and a half. Like that game, the first half looked like it was going way under. It was 81 with 35 seconds left, um, Texas ball, they could have just dribbled the clock out. Instead of instead, the whole second half, even with the huge lead, Texas is just, you know, playing with a great pace and they're scoring like 10 seconds into the shot clock. So uh, mm. they end up laying the ball in with 10 seconds left um, to, to go over the one. It was at 149. It went to 151. And then there was another three hit right after that. So that was like the worst I felt like in that game. But I will say, 
in terms of overall for me, uh, in money wise, I lost a ton with the UConn women. Like I, oh, had, I jumped on with you. I jumped on with you, bro. I know I I, for sure. I, I had them. I gave them out with the points, even minus ten, and right. they couldn't have been worse. I mean, I it was like a thirty five hundred dollars swing for me that game because I Ugh. had them. T- I had them tied over the last remaining piece in, in games, and and I pride myself in knowing a lot about women's sports, and that one just killed me. I mean, worst. Worst performance by a Geno team probably that I've mm-hmm. seen in my life. Um, but, you know, they, they their best player was in foul trouble immediately. Um, they just look like they can – a team like UConn look like they never played against the press in their life. Terrible. I mean, eight, 18 I, turnovers in the first half. I mean, I, yeah, that, I think they that, averaged 12 turnovers. And like you said, they had 18 in the, in the it first couldn't, half. It couldn't have been worse. So that, that one just – that just killed yeah. me because then that threw off my whole, like, do I really know what the hell is going on here yeah. in, any of, in any of these games? But it did cost me. I think it was like a $3,500 swing. Good. I'm proud of you. I, <laughs> I wish that number resonated with me. But uh, all right, I'm going to top everybody here because, you know, I have an adjusted player prop parlay. Kansas State's Keontae Johnson to score 10 or more points. Now, I adjusted this with Noel over six assists. That was easy. Drew Timmy under 25. Winner, winner, and Johnson. Even though Timmy came afterwards, I'm I'm – Figuring this is going to be a win. Now, only once in 35 games did Keontae Johnson score under 10 points. And I think he had Mm. strep throat and COVID and uh, salmonella poisoning all in the same week. But anyway, he (laughs) goes out and scores a basket and immediately picks up two fouls and sits about 16 minutes of the first half. All right, whatever. I have to deal with that. They don't want him to get his third in the first half. So comes back in the second half, gets to nine, nine points with 13 minutes left. So I figure I'm golden, right? He's got to figure it into the somehow into the plays going forward. If they're going to win this, he picks up four fouls, one ridiculous one where he's diving for the ball. So, but I'm still good because he has four free throws needs to make one does not make one of the four. He made zero and then fouls out with two minutes left. Gross, mm. unfair. It still aches. I hate it. Mikey so meatballs. He, he missed like, he yeah. missed like two that like yeah. rolled in and out around the basket too. I know. In that, in that, in that span. It wasn't it was even just joke. those missed they free knew. throws. It was, it was, uh, I, yeah, it was terrible. It was kind of, it was, that was common. They were the front end, front ends of one and ones, I think too. Right. right. Well, <laughs> one he missed, he had two. And then, yeah, then he had two, uh, one and ones. That sucks. All right, meatballs, let's hear the music. And then, uh, I don't know what to do. And now I'm upset again. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bad All right, let's uh, take a quick break, give Caesar some loves, and then uh, talk some more NCAA. We got NBA talk, our play of the day, and uh, Lamar Jackson news when we return. Your very first bet with Caesars Sportsbook, it's on Caesars. Just sign up with promo code OmahaFull, O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L, then... Place your first bet. If you win, great. You keep your winnings. But if your first bet loses, you'll receive your stake back as a bonus bet. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Okay, so the final four odds are out. Is this right? San Diego State, Florida Atlantic? That's a play-in game, right? That's for that's for an 11 seed? What is that? Freaking A. San Diego State minus two. Florida Atlantic is the underdog. UConn on the other side, a robust five and a half uh, over Miami. Start, I think it opened at four, four and a half over Miami. And now uh, UConn minus 125 to win the whole thing. San Diego State four to one. Miami plus 450. Florida Atlantic plus 625. I was trying to look at how we did with our final four picks. Harry, why were you saying you had Miami? What do you have? Miami? You, you did your thing where you had Miami to make the final four on the pool, yeah. but not he had Houston. Picks? He had Houston on his picks. So right. Yeah, I changed. I changed to Houston. <laughs> okay. uh, right. But I did have Miami in the final four in our bracket, in the bracket. So right. I did have one in. Uh, I don't know how much bragging you could do when you like changing these. But Bry had Florida Atlantic at plus 420, and Harry uh, took UConn at plus 210. This is, uh, I don't know, I guess um, Wednesday night or something. We did this. Those are, we can't even pick the final four two days before, or whatever. Uh, those were our only winners. Um, San Diego State knocked out Bama. More importantly, Harry's Creighton team. What do we want to say? UConn looks unstoppable. They beat up Arkansas and Gonzaga. And Parley Kid, what do you do if you're Drew Timmy? You have another year of eligibility or you're predicted to go anywhere from 52nd in the draft to not getting drafted at all? Or do you play overseas? What do you do? Well, I don't think Timmy by coming back, he's he can't he's a guy that's really not gonna get much better, right? Like he is what he is right. as a player. He's a great college player. Uh his game probably doesn't really transfer uh to the pro game. I mean, he could maybe be a valuable uh reserve mm-hmm. on a team. He's a smart ball player. Um he might get, you know, some big man depth. Uh, but um I don't see where it benefits him to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's looking to play at the next level, I don't think going to another year of college is going to help his uh, status right. uh, in a draft. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, if he wants to have some fun and try to win one, 
then maybe come back. But uh, I think he's aging himself out of the college game anyway, though. It's probably time for him to move on. I think he even hinted that that was probably it. And, uh, you know, he's even maybe he'd love to stay with uh, the Zags in some capacity, maybe eventually as a coach or something like that. I could see him doing that. So I think he gives the NBA a run. Yeah. Uh, see, see what happens. He'll, you know, he'll go to a camp. He'll play in the summer league. And then uh, we'll see, he'll go from there. But I think his college career is over. So I don't blame him. I mean, he's given everything he, he could to the program. What more can he give? Right. Right. And, yeah. Uh, right, the Zags can't seem to get over the hump no matter what. Yeah. Another no, I mean, team that can't get a, over the hump. A three seed. And after they beat UCLA and then they just just got smoked. I mean, not even a chance. Oh, uh, we had people all, but we didn't, even, we didn't even check in on that game. Um, Down like 20 before you knew it. Yeah. I mean, he's supposed to go around 50th. Maybe like the Clippers I see could be interested in him. But uh, Harry, yeah, I guess what you do is you you – you enter the draft and then see where you, you yeah. are and and then don't make the team and then go to Europe, right? Yeah, Europe. TPK nailed Darren, you nailed it. Um, um I, what else can he do at at uh at Gonzaga? I mean, plus this is one of the probably one of the um not as talented Gonzaga teams as we've seen in the past, uh past like 10, 12 years probably. So uh, maybe they don't, you know, he's done everything he's had to be he could do at Gonzaga, he's gotta move on. All right. Uh, my uh, Florida Atlantic upsets Tennessee and Kansas State. Probably kid, I thought of you, the Wildcats coach, uh, Tung, um, he went in uh, the Owls locker room after the game. Basically said how proud of them they were and they can win the whole thing. They're as good as anybody else. You approve of something like this as a coach yourself? Uh, not really. Yeah. I, that's, I think you went a little over the top there. Yeah. Um, I told you, I thought he was a great guy. He seems like on top of being a very good coach. Yeah. Seems to be an, uh, an excellent human being, but you know, the cameras are rolling. It's all, it's a lot of it's for sure. I think in the press conference, he could have simply said what he said. Right. Uh, and that could have been enough. I don't think, uh, he really needed to go in there. I'm sure on the handshake line, he could have reiterated all of his compliments to them right. when he was shaking their hands, wished to coach, Hey, you could do this. I'm rooting for you. I'm pulling for you. Mm-hmm. I don't think he had to make such a spectacle out of the situation. I, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. So I gotta be honest. I know probably on social media, Oh, look at this guy. I already knew he was a great guy. This doesn't really do anything for me. Um, I think he was just, again, that, that made it a little bit more about himself at that moment too. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Didn't love and it. also if you're, you're, a wildcat. You're one of the Kansas State players. You're like, hey, coach, uh, Keontae Johnson in particular. I need some consoling. I had under nine and a half points oh, today. Absolutely. Okay, right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think the uh, the other players would be uh, bum. Miami big comeback in the second half to beat Texas. They win that Midwest region, 88-81. Jordan Miller really took over down the stretch, scored 27. And now Jim Laranega, uh, Jim, not Tim, Harry. Only coach yeah. who's been to the final four. He did it with George Mason when they beat <laughs> UConn uh, in the elite eight years ago. So three teams making their first appearance in the final four, Miami, San Diego, FAU. Uh, How about Sal? How about, I mean, that was Laranaga. That was 17 years ago to the day yesterday, the George Mason uh, win against UConn. But Jordan Miller didn't miss a shot. Mm-hmm. No. Didn't miss a shot. Seven for seven and 13 for 13. Was that the year we were Insane. all there? Right, well, we What's no, that? that might not have been that. Was that the year we were there where Harry was working at Sunset? Because I do remember no. it wasn't because I was definitely driving back from Vegas and it was one of those long Sunday drives, seven hours, where it usually takes four and a half. And I definitely had UConn over George Mason. Now, yeah, I, I would have stuck around for the games. That was that was before, right? 
I think so. I'm trying to think now what year that was. Was it that we were at? Harry, when were you fired from there? Yeah. Uh, from su- I wasn't fired from Sunset. I was fired from Red Rock. Red Rock. Oh, Red Rock. 2010, yeah. 2011. Yeah. Two, years, 17 years ago would have been 2006, right? Yes. We got that math works so, out. So yeah. Red Rock was open a year. Yeah. Yeah, what? That could have been it. <laughs> Where was it? could have been it. Oh, okay. Well, was Brian saying it wasn't it. All right. Uh, uh, all right. So anyway, he's the only coach. Yeah, because I drove back. I don't think that was the uh, that was uh, terrible. Of course, I I shorted George Mason the, the whole way. <laughs> so um, and uh, well, I'd like to move on to <laughs> just uh, everywhere I turn with hoops. I'm just getting slaughtered. I have the Mavs to make the playoffs. A couple of weeks ago, it looked fine. As we uh, pivot to the NBA, they had the sixth seed. They beat the Lakers, which I also need because I have the Lakers to not make the playoffs. Uh, they beat him on a buzzer beater. And I was like, all right, I'm in good shape here. One's going one way, one's going the other. And since then, they've lost all their games. They suck. And they're three and eight now with Kyrie and Luca in the lineup together. And Luca basically came out and says he doesn't want to play with Kyrie. Doesn't want to do it. Really, uh, it's these Dallas teams, Parlay Kid. They continue to create heartache and, and bed aches for me. But, and so now they're in 11th place. They really might not make the play in at this point. I know they have a big game against the Pacers. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, why would any team take a chance on Kyrie? I mean, which team could he possibly make better at this point? Anybody? You know, it's it's hard for me to say. I I guess if you know if if he didn't come with the distractions, I guess, and I don't know. You know, just again, I don't really know what kind of human being he is. I know he says some controversial things, but you could still do that and be a good teammate. Uh, well, it, it does, but it doesn't make sense. Like Hench pointed out on minus three, if you look at his stats for his position, for field goal percentage and everything for that, right. like 54, 57, and then yeah. it, it shouldn't make sense that he makes everyone worse. So it's got to be, and then for Luca to say this and everybody well, else. like Right, and that's, and that's the thing. I just think uh, he's a little off personality-wise. I don't think, look, I've always been a very big chemistry guy, uh, right? Uh, I just don't think Kyrie is good for chemistry for a team. How many times Whether do we need to see it? on the court, yeah. off the court, he is just not a chemistry guy. That's it. Has nothing to do with his physical abilities. Mm-hmm. He's an unbelievable talent. But he brings, even if he's not making controversial statements at the time, it just seems like he brings an awkwardness to the locker room. Yeah. Uh, there's something different about the guy, and uh, it just doesn't mesh with most teams and most other players, just, I, I don't know. It's not a good fit right now, probably for anybody. It's really so. bad. Like, Brian, I don't know. Like, you're, you're a Knicks fan. Parley Kid's a Knicks fan. Is there any middling team? Is there any playoff team that would say, all right, we, we should add Kyrie to our offense. We're going we're gonna to get better. I don't, I don't see it. The Knicks definitely wouldn't, right? Uh, no. No, the Knicks would not get better. That's forget for sure. money. Like, forget about it. Like, look, let's just say it works no. to add him into the lineup. No, no, no. I mean, the one team that you know that was talked about for a while was was the Lakers, which maybe would make Ugh. the most sense just be just because he played LeBron before. But that this is the problem when you have multiple guys who need the ball in their hands, though, right? It just never seems to work out. If Luca and Kyrie, they both need the ball. You really just need to space the floor and have shooters and defense, uh, and you know. Right. Adding a guy like Kyrie, your defense is automatically worse. Yeah, your team chemistry is worse. He needs the ball. So, um, I mean, hey, here's yeah, a team. And of course, I had, aside from having them to make the playoffs, I had them both nights against the Hornets 
Yeah, they played him twice oh, this yeah, weekend. Yeah, back they to lost. Back. Oh man, back to back. Crushed. Terrible. It really oh. sucks. He would have nothing. He would have nothing. It just happened to be four, so fortunate when they were down three one in Cleveland with him, when he had LeBron down three one to Golden State and they come back to win that or else he'd have nothing. I've mentioned this before, Darren. Darren, I mentioned what well, you know. He reminds me a lot of Carmelo Anthony in terms of being just a cancer on the team, whether it's the time off, whether it's the uh, having to have, like Brian said, always having to have the ball in your hands, just taking bad shots, or just being a bad team uh, teammate in general, just like a cancer, and it just happens again now in Dallas. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't like Mark Cuban. I, do these GMs talk? It's like I know now they have to unload them at this point, at some point, but. Um, who the hell is going to take this guy on? All right, Lakers, I mentioned them. I have them. I have them. Martin Weiss uh, from uh, Extra Points and Lemon Popper Parlay. We have the Lakers to not make the playoffs. We're going against Gunnels and Damashek, who have them uh, to make the playoffs. They are one game under 500. They lost a, a bad one to the Bulls yesterday. One game under 500, seven left. The real logjam from seven to 12. Six teams within two games brother brian i'm not touching it i just got to sit and watch that when is it end april 9th i think that's next next go. sunday you uh, got like two weeks end, right? left two weeks left yeah right? uh yes yeah a, a week from sunday however we want to say it yeah, but uh, be, really, is, i don't know it's interesting right though i mean it is crazy i mean i'm not the biggest fan of the playing game but it is it is pretty crazy because you have teams you know from right from five four or five all the way down that, I like that, it now. I, I, you know, whatever. It's more bets that I'm going to lose, but uh, I'm trying to see here. Yeah, there's there's a ton. There's a ton uh, still to be bet out there if you want. All right. So, yeah, it's going to be real interesting. Five left. What did I say? Oh, seven left for the Lakers in less than two weeks. And I just, I just, I'm going to close my eyes and you guys tell me how it worked out. But I, I assume that the Mavericks are going to end up in like 18th or 19th place in the West. So uh, I'll be surprised <laughs> if it doesn't happen. Now right, let's take another quick break. Then we're back with our play of the day. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Monday, uh, play of the day. Let's give them out here. Lots of action in the NBA. Nicole Jokic, triple-double, Nuggets win. That's my pick. This is a battle. It's a big game. Big game against the Sixers. Embiid against Jokic. Um, really coming down to it. Caesars has Embiid at minus 225 for MVP. Jokic plus 175. It was Jokic for most of the year. It could easily, I think, flip tonight. And it's going to be a battle to the end, but I think it could flip tonight with eight games left for Denver. In addition to trying to hold on to that one seed, their three game lead over Memphis, the MVP race is looming and I'm betting Jokic's nuggets to win the game. And for the robust Serbian, also my number one pick in the league of leagues draft, which I think is still going on crazy uh, to post a triple double. So nuggets win Jokic triple double. This will be his 29th triple double the year. He's not had one in eight days, which is an eternity for him. He does a little bit of a flex tonight, plus 200 on that. If you take Denver to win and Jokic triple double that combo, uh, parlay kid, you have a combo in the same game parlay involving your beloved Knicks. 
Yeah, look, the Knicks have up and down. It's been a roller coaster as of late, uh, losing a cu- couple bad ones lately. Uh, and, but uh, fortunately, they've gotten some help with some other teams losing as well. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be picking this out. It's a plus four twenty three uh, combination here, picking between uh, R.J. Barrett props and uh, Julius Randle prop. Uh, I think it's got a pretty good payout. They are playing Houston, who struggles to play defense, one of the worst teams in basketball. The Knicks need the win tonight. I think these guys really step it up. Knicks score a ton of points. So I need Barrett over 20 and a half points. He averages uh, over 19 and a half points a game. He's got to go a little bit above his average against this bad defense. Uh, he averages five rebounds a game. I need him over four and a half rebounds in this game. Should get it. Barrett's always pretty consistent with his rebounding, grabbing five or so a game. And then I need Randall over two and a half three-pointers. Uh, Randall usually does back up. A bad game or two with a good one, especially coming back home to the Garden, where the last time he played in the Garden, he drained eight threes. I think he uh, rebounds, especially I think he owes it to his teammates. Got into a little uh, like verbal altercations when his teammates were trying to calm him down the other day. Mm-hmm. I think he steps up. So Randall over two and a half threes. Barrett over four and a half rebounds. And Barrett over 20 and a half points. Plus 423. Let's ride those Knicks tonight. And they don't want to... You want that five, right? Because they weren't, well, you want the four, but then now they're too far behind the Cavs. What are they, like five and a half back? Yeah, they got, yeah. look, they're right. Yeah, they they're, can't get, they're not they're catching They're not catching it. the Cavs. They just want them to maintain their position right. at this so point. So you want the five. You I don't want to drop the, to six. The Nets are six at 13 and a half uh, behind. Well, they're, they're two games ahead of the Nets. Let's put it that way. Right. For six. And they're right. two games ahead of Miami also, who's on that six, seven cost. But the top right. three seem to be set. Bucks, Celtics could catch them. They're a game and a half behind the Sixers, four out. And then you got like, this is almost definitely your first round matchup, Parley Kid. You want it at home, but it looks like the Knicks are going to be traveling to Cleveland. So you, yep. they need this game to stay in that four or five area, not drop to the six, Huge. seven. Uh, all right, Harry, you also have something involving the Knicks here. Yeah, um, I do have a two-team uh, mixed sports parlay. By the way, I did consider, we have Monday Night Football tonight. I did consider the huh. D.C. defenders in the XFL. I did consider it minus two and a half over the uh, Houston Roughnecks. But uh, I, I can't even tell that. you what my son, what Jack was watching. He, <laughs> he uh, uh, insisted we dedicate one of the screens on YouTube TV. And for some reason on YouTube, actually, and it was uh, it was not a good connection, but we had to stay with it. It was remarkable. We probably exchanged me and Jack over the weekend probably exchanged like thirty five text messages regarding wow. indoor football league and XFL football. It was fantastic. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet under go, thirty seven uh, and a half. Hockey, but and I'm going to go. Good. I'm going to hockey and basketball. I'm going to take the Knicks. Darren and Brian's Knicks um, to score over one hundred and twenty one and a half points. We could go. Randall went for fifty seven. Darren mentioned the Rockets. So defense is awful. They give up the second most points in the NBA behind the Spurs. Plenty of easy points for the Knicks tonight. So over one twenty one and a half, and then an adjusted hockey line. I'm going to go at minus two fourteen over six between Buffalo and Montreal. Last game for Montreal, who's awful on defense. Uh, there's 10 goals scored in the game. They have given up the most goals the Habs have in the Atlantic division. Meanwhile, Buffalo second in the Atlantic division in goals scored behind, of course, the Bruins. So at minus 214, minus 110, two leg parlay pays plus 
181. All right. There you go. Brother Bry, Pacers, Mavs. This game's interesting now because, um, well, the uh, Pacers have an outside chance. I think they're two games out of that seven to 10, so two and a half behind the, the, uh, sorry, no, three and a half. Okay. So they have to make their move now. Um, And uh, they're home for the Mavs. I think this was one and then somehow, uh, I don't know. Luca got his technical <laughs> rescinded and he was supposed right. to sit because it was a 16th technical, but so, he got it rescinded. So he's playing now. Right. So the, it was, yeah, it was Pacers were originally plus one, but I'm happy to take the plus four here, even though, you know, they rescinded the technical, which would have made him suspended tonight, even though mm-hmm. he did, didn't he turn and curse at the officials? So like, how do you rescind that? Technical? I don't know. That's very strange. Other it's than good, just yeah. wanting them to be competitive for the playoffs, but Next. I don't I don't really get that. Um, But yeah, I don't care either way. Right, they're going to be worse with him in the lineup. I'm telling you. They're fixing it the wrong way. Right. The two of them combined could be bad. I mean, they have have lost four straight, 14 and 23 on the road. Um, Yeah, Dallas is the second worst team against the spread this season. The Pacers are 21 and 15 against the spread at home. Um, But yeah, the Pacers pretty much need to win out. Um, even to maybe have a chance at ten, but they, they Brian, what's but the what's the Knicks situation with the Dallas pick this year in top, the draft? Top ten protected, so it's top ten protected. Yeah, so the right? Knicks want them to be yeah, like the eleven to fourteen spot. Wow. That's, that, that's ideal for the Knicks if they. Well, if they're yeah. going to get their wish. I think yeah. a rare case where Knicks fans are going to. Uh, rejoice <laughs> yeah. here because this team is just just going downhill. Well, all right, so. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm gonna have to jump on that too. I can't I can't win with this NBA. I have, you know, we had a winner. It was me, Hench, uh, Simmons, Joe House bet the Portland to not make the playoffs. It's looking great, like four weeks ago. And then uh, we're like, hey, why don't we bet them to make the play in? They're gonna get a nine or a ten. Then they'll get, you know, they'll be out. Like, great, <laughs> let's do that. We'll middle. We middle stuff all the time. No, they have been. Oh. And if I could look ahead. Then and see that game 75 or whatever this is, the Pelicans are laying 11 in Portland. <laughs> I mean, what the f- uh, obviously game is out and probably shut down for the year. So we had uh, even when I have a winner, I can't hold on oh. to it. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's get let's it's- get the first pitch on Thursday. We're going to have uh, Jen Piacenti joining us. On Thursday's podcast, uh, breaking down the MLB. We're going nice. to get what are we going to have? We're going to have AOL, AL, NL, MVP, winners of the American League and National League, Cy Young, AL, NL, Rookie of the Year, team totals, player props. You ready for this, Harry? You got to do stuff. Go. I, I know you have to see um, Bruce Springsteen in Detroit. Very, very big concert coming up. I, um, I will be. I will be in Detroit uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, listen, can can offer Brian free. Can offer Brian free. Uh, uh, all expense paid to come and uh, join us in Detroit. And you turned it down. Brian. Wow. Yeah, I, can't, I can't go to Detroit. That's getting bad when people don't want to go to Detroit. We're going to, that's where we're staying. Hey, see if uh, you could bet if Lamar Jackson, where he's going to cover. Cause this is interesting. Now he requested a trade March 2nd. He mm. came out and said this over uh, he and his agent, the same person came out um, three weeks ago, I guess over three weeks ago. Um, and now you have to think, I don't know. I was of the mind that, and Harbaugh's like, listen, we're, we're moving forward. Lamar's going to be fine. He's going to be in camp and he's going to be a Raven. But I now think for the first time, I think he's not going to be a Raven and let's just pick where we think he's going to end up. Harry, what do you think? Um, 
I'm going to, I'm not, you know what? I'm going to say this team, he's not going to wind up there, but I don't understand. I just don't understand how they're not thinking he would be great. And, and no, asset uh, for pick team a and team go, where you think he will wind up was the question. Not, uh, yes. I, I'm, I'm saying, uh, I, I'll, I'll still say he should be in Atlanta. Okay. It makes sense to be in Atlanta. Just, I don't understand why the Falcons wouldn't want, uh, haven't shown any that much interest in him. He'd be fantastic with that running game. They would be a force on offense. Trying to think what uh, capital they have to give up. There is a site, a competing site. I won't mention. I don't even know if, if it's a uh, sports book, but they put up fictional odds of where he's going to end if he's traded. Colts plus two twenty five, Patriots plus four fifty, Falcons as Harry said six hundred, Lions plus six fifty, Bucks eight to one, Jets nine to one, Panthers ten to one. I think it's a it's a fun story if Rogers. Um, goes crazy just one more time and this Jets f- deal falls apart. Although at this point, it doesn't feel like it's going to be his fault. But if that falls apart and then Jackson ends up on the Jets, that's pretty damn compelling. But I'm going to take a long shot also with the Panthers. Uh, this site listed at 10 to 1. Monster, monster blockbuster deal the night before the draft. And he ends up with uh, Carolina. Oh, that, that, picks that flying that everywhere. Sense. Yeah, that makes plenty of sense too. Atlanta or Carolina, because the division's up for grabs for anybody. Well, look at—I mean, I'm looking at these out of South teams on each conference. I think there's like six listed: like the Colts, the sure. Falcons, the Bucks. Bucks Jeez. spend money too. Panthers, right? Titans could get it. Uh, Bry, what do you think? Where does he go? Well, I yeah, I've said earlier today. I said Washington to me would make the most sense because they're a competitive team, right? Um, Right. They could fight for that, you know, for as for as good as the Eagles and the Cowboys are with Lamar in that division. They, you know, they would be right there, I think, in terms of having a shot at winning, at least definitely making the playoffs, I think, there. Uh, so to me, but I mean, I see a lot of reasons he wouldn't. But uh, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I could find a reason for every team not to. Sure. Take him, right? Two, four, two take it two and take to not take not. Yeah. And, and, the, and right. the weirdest thing was, Sal, what you were bringing up with the Panthers, and we've talked about this too on text, is that it is one of the wackiest things, right? Because the fact you have to give up two first-round picks, right? You, you could be the Panthers and then trade all the way back like late in the draft and get like three first-rounders back, right? It's like well, it's, I, a very, guess, it's a very it weird thing. Oh, I see. Yeah. Or maybe you don't have to give up two. If you're the Panthers, maybe your number one overall is. I don't is know. Good does enough, that, does you know? that, is that, I, I'm not sure the rules with that, right? I, that they couldn't is, do that? Is it, yeah. In terms of negotiating that, I, I don't know. I have no idea. It, I, with that franchise tag, it was like that they set a value, right? Of almost like two firsts with that, but I don't know. Right. If, I if know it what has, you're saying. I don't know if it has to be. I, so I don't they know. would have to make that trade and not, uh, yeah. I think yeah. so. I, I think so. It's weird. It's just weird. Very strange. Lots of fun. All right, Parley Kid, what's your pick? Well, look, we talked about this probably a month ago, mm-hmm. and I was, uh, I, I, I kind of went on bef- about why nobody was looking at, at him. And I, I did say at that time, uh, Atlanta would be a, a good destination for him. Mm. I think, Harry, you can recall me saying that because I know you agreed, you agreed with me at that time. Uh, and my, my stance uh, still stays on Atlanta. Mm. But I think anybody in that South, uh, obviously uh, the Saints are out of that discussion now. I think he might have been a good fit. Mm. Uh, I even think the Bucks could be a really good fit uh, for Lamar Jackson. I don't think unless uh, the Ravens – tell his agent that he can go out and start looking for trades for him. I don't see this any way they would gr- agree to a trade within the AFC. There's no way so you could rule yeah. out, you could, you could rule out a- any AFC team. I think it would have to be to the NFC. Hmm. Uh, and I think it would really come down to bro- probably Brian's 
Washington team that I suggested or any of those other three teams, Tampa, Carolina, or Atlanta, would all make sense. I don't know why teams are not pursuing this. It's quarterback league. The guy is an MVP caliber player, still in the prime of his career. Right. Let's go. Let's figure something out for crying out loud. Well, I think, right, the ask, the bounty gets less and less, right, as the days move on. What do we have, like a month before the draft? And if this guy really says he doesn't want to play for the team and actually holds out and stuff like that, then the Ravens are going to ask for less, right? Lamar will take less guaranteed money. Like everything becomes less, I think, as the as the month wears on. So that's interesting. But at this point, I don't think he's playing for Baltimore. I don't know. I really think they have to pull the trigger eventually on something like this. Um, what else we got? WrestleMania this week. I'm going to be there uh, with the children. It's going to be fun. Saturday and Sunday at SoFi. We have Austin Theory on our show Thursday. He is defending in the U.S. Heavyweight Championship against John Cena. WrestleMania legend. And he, he's a big favorite. We're going to talk about that. He's a heel. He's a heel parlay kid. He's going to come on here. Bad mouth. Uh, John nice. Cena. We'll see what happens. And Bianca Belair will be joining me and Megan Connolly Morant on Laugh Lines this week in studio uh, tomorrow. So that's going to be fun, too. And we got our race to 10 tomorrow. Harry's sitting out. He's going to be uh, taking a Greyhound bus to Detroit. But it's me, Polly Kid, <laughs> Brother Bry, racing to 10. Pelicans, Warriors. Bry, just do it. Who are we taking? Pelicans or Warriors? Uh, <laughs> you weren't ready for this. I wasn't. I, <laughs> I wasn't ready for this at all. Um, <laughs> Warriors are home, right? Yeah, but that line's going to be big, right? Pelicans just play tonight, just, just right? Coming off a pride, coming off a disappointing loss. Harry, you're on a butt. We don't. We can't. We we can't let you ruin this. Just helping. I'm just helping. Let's, let's take. I don't care. <laughs> let's take the Pelicans. Let's take the plus money. Pelicans. They play yep. tonight, right? Yeah, That's tonight right. and tomorrow. We'll take the. Okay. We'll take the. We'll take plus money because we'll get some decent. Money on okay. Yeah. All right. Plus yeah. money Pelicans. Uh, that's the late game on TNT tomorrow. Join us uh, and I'll have a trivia question for somebody who could play along. Free $50. By the way, these free bets, nice. as bad as Tate Frazier was, for God's sakes, <laughs> the freaking guy gave us all losers except for Miami to win the region. I have to give him. I was like, I'm going to put $100 on all your picks uh, for you, Tate. Fifteen hundred bucks for Tate Frazier. It's more than the guys. time at the ringer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like nice he's take. figured nice. it out. Yeah. He's figured out a way to go one and nine and make money uh, <laughs> off, of, off my money, but still, Legend. nonetheless, Legend. does it? God bless. Well, Tate he made Frazier. money last yeah. year too, right? Didn't he have Kansas? He had. Um, he had Kansas, right? Because he was. Uh, he it was a hedge against uh, himself there. Uh, yeah. with Carolina. But anyway, yeah. there you go. Tate Frazier. Good job by you. That's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds from Mikey Meatballs and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,